Gaber's be house sold. Selling during well, the crash. It's gonna be great. Our neighbor's house sold for like $800,000 or something in Paul's bow. It's insane. Welcome back. We're level five. We're level five. You guys are level five. You definitely earned it. I love how D&D uh, Beyond levels your characters. It works really well. Right, who wants to yeah, do a recap for us? So, Emily, nice of you to join us. Thank you. <laughs> we promise we tried not to kill your character. She looks alive and well. She saved a couple of asses. Oh yeah, no, she she was it, quite quite efficient. She had to play meat shield for a minute because it got a little sketch, but it was fine. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, it got sketch with uh, Javid and Azril down things were looking dire from my point of view yeah casimir even had to like do work it was it was shocking yeah it was gross turns out he can do work he just prefers not to <laughs> what a piece of shit <laughs> yeah if, if i had a uh expedition going and and um two of of my uh bodyguards threatened to die on me i'd i'd uh step up a little bit Are we going to like see a reduce in pay because he had to lift a hand? Oh no 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 no! We we fighting a mind flare was not part of the contract, so we request extra hazard pay. Oh yeah, I think definitely bonus pay for the hazard. Plus, if you know he causes too much of a stink, we can just yeet him off a cliff and still get paid, just less. Oh, did someone say yeet off a cliff? Did someone, did someone say something about that? I'm in. I'm fucking in. Alright, who wants to give a, a real recap for Emily? Yeah, I, I can try. Let's see. Um, so I'll go... We have two sessions, I think, that you missed. So um, the last session, I think... I'm trying to remember what was the last... Because we, we followed kind of the path. So after we fought the little Fisher thingies... We kind of followed the path, and then we had an argument. Oh, did you, were you there for the session? The thing, what was the, the last thing, thing you remember? remember? Let me ask you that. We got the loot bag. We got and, the loot bag. Um, okay. Weed was divvying it. Okay. So we, After we got surprise attacked by a whole bunch of, like, goblins and orcs. Okay, so, so we got the loot bag. We finished our short rest. Um, so then we went you know, kind of into this cavern where we were following the, where the um, ogre had been. It looked like they had like kind of closed a door or yeah, it looks like it was a kind of a, a door function that they managed to um, block us off. You and Onyx tried to kind of like just push it open with a javelin. You guys got it to open like just like just a little bit and then Demetari Happened to see the other side and just misty stepped right over. Um, and then she managed to rig some type of pulley system that, you know, was able to assist. And then you guys managed to push it all the way open. And as soon as it, it opened, uh, Demetari just disappeared, screaming into the darkness. Um, it happened to be these, what was it, night fisher things that were attacking. But, you know, you, yeah, you were... Yeah, fishers. Huh, what are they? 
cave fishers. I cave think fishers. So, mm -hmm. so there, there were cave fishers, um, and and you were valiant and killing all, you know, taking out the, those cave fishers. Uh, we saved Dimitari. She didn't die. It was great. Um, and then while we were arguing about whether or not we take a rest, we found this kind of artifact thing that Casimir was just amazed with, and he, you know, was kind of screwing around looking at. Um, then we decided to continue to move forward because he was so amazed with the artifact. We had to keep going. So then we continued to go around and then we kind of saw there was an ogre and some goblins or sorry, um, Javid saw this. And then we were like, okay, we can't just like go up and fight them. Do we rest? What do we do? Then we came with a plan that Javid and Azriel would turn into goblins using disguised self and they would use um, Briar would be their capture because they were like a hunting party um, so we went up and we basically said hey you know we you know you know we, we were a hunting party what the hell's going on what happened um, and then they were like oh we found out that they were going to the underdark so they were like taking boxes and all this kinds of goods and basically disappearing into the underdark they told us oh we're, we're leaving um so you know go take her to the mind flare um we decided you know we did this little kind of fake fight thing and then Azriel turned uh briar invisible and then um javid kind of like basically ran around with the goblins trying to find the captive that turned invisible uh, while Azrael went and investigated the big pretty door that the boss was kind of, opened the door, saw the hole to the underdark, picked up the ropes, opened the other door, saw a shadow, quickly closed it because, you know, that was scary. Um, right about this point, Javid happened to shoot the ogre, um, which caused caused a fight. It was uh, an accident. What? It was an accident. It was an accident, yeah. He was trying to make it look like somebody else, like, kind of missed. However, he rolled in that one, and he shot shot the ogre straight in the heart. Um, <laughs> so, um, what was that? That's such sneak. I like it. It, it was very like, elegant. Oh, look at that. Bam. Point blank. <laughs> so, we ended up having to fight the ogres and the goblins. We killed them. Uh, then the mind flare was doing some weird stuff, so we realized, okay, we need we need to go in and you know because the room was shaking and all this kind of stuff. So we went and we opened up and we saw the cutest little mind flare to ever exist. It was about three feet tall. Um, he was messing with some type of apparatus that made these glass golems just appear. Uh, so he decided to hide while we fought the the mine or the glass golems. Then he popped up. Um, basically stunned a good number of the party, downing Azrael and Javid. Casimir uh, had to do some work to, you know, make sure we didn't die. Uh, and then, who? I think you killed, Greek killed a couple of, of the the glass golems. Onyx killed a couple of the glass golems. Then we ran away out of the room before, you know, it, it collapsed and now it's gone. Um, and Casimir... The, the, the Mind Flare bamfed out through a portal yes the mind flare yeah. vamped out so we did not kill him he disappeared um and then uh casimir said oh this is great thanks you can take me to um tover tover deep I, I can't pronounce it tover tover deep um and just drop me off i have everything i want and i no longer need your services 
Um, so then, yeah, the right as we got out of the, the cave, uh, this big menacing storm appeared and, and Onyx had a very uh, scary reaction to it. And that's where we ended. A medicine storm? Menacing storm. Oh, and Snow yeah, yeah. has a lot, of, a lot of gems in his bag that are worth a lot of gold. Okay. Did the sword ever talk again? Not to you, no. Okay. Chris, I don't know if you've um, talked to it. Yeah, you haven't tried. tried. You should, you should do once. that. What is that? Okay. It was too sleepy last time. Um, what else? Did I have any more questions? Let me see. Mind Flayer escaped. So, did, what did he find in the cave that made him be like, okay, cool? So Bye. we're not sure. It's like some type of artifact. Yeah, little little uh, doohickey, brass and green glass, and and uh, I think there was like a uh, uh, thing that opened up on it uh, that he got, he got it. Basically, it, it lit up when um, when the uh, the Mind Flayer's crystal palace uh, started exploding uh so uh casimir apparently learned something from it because it did that hmm. but uh yeah he got real excited tucked away and said okay we're good now let's go okay cool, cool, cool. i'm still under the assumption that he's going to be a, a big baddie later casimir well, I mean, he's of your group, right? So isn't he your responsibility? <laughs> and uh, we are currently standing in the uh, open space outside the mine and inside the gate, right? Yeah. You are currently standing just beneath the open sky in front of you. There are gray clouds into the distance. Beyond that is dark black clouds, illuminated briefly by flashes of thunder. You hear the faint pattering of rain, and it picks up around you into this steady roll. Where would you like to go? I want to go home. What, what, where's the sun? Like, what time of day is it? There is no sun. Um, but you would probably be able to tell. It's, uh, overcast, right? Correct, it is overcast. Did you say we have a spooked out kitty cat? Yeah, it's me, I'm freaking out. Okay. Like, because of the storm? Yeah, your, your, uh, scar did something, right? Uh... What, what does your scar do in uh, sort of uh, sympathy so, or synchrony with the uh, lightning? No, it's just basically he started breathing hard and his eyes like started glowing more purple and everything. And he's just like staring outside, basically lost. Oh, I so, didn't know you had ombrophobia. That's okay, we're all afraid of something. Can I get you guys actually to give me a perception check?
I see briar roll, but I'm not seeing it on the forge, but I see it in D&D &D Beyond. Yeah, I forgot to log in. I'm logging in. Classic briar problems. Oh, hush. She's been gone two weeks. She doesn't know how to play anymore. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. <laughs> I, had, I was trying to take a nap before this, and I had stretch dreams about D&D the first time. Also, the baby's awake. Where are you guys trying to go? So that, that was one of my questions with the familiarity with this area. Is there a path from like, it looks like we could just go along the river because I'm looking at the map right now to get down to Tolvera Deep. Like, could we go down and like maybe get a boat down to the river? Would that be safer maybe? Just based off my knowledge of the area. Like what's the safest uh. route? Might want to be careful in this storm. Might get washed away. Well, and yeah, highly dependent on whether the uh, river is navigable. Yeah. And we find a, a vessel <clears throat> up this far up in the mountains. I uh, wouldn't really expect us to be able to um, either find a boat or be able to navigate past and through the uh, the rocks you, and stuff. Are you I'm referring to this as a weird river? Yeah, because I thought we were sent kind of close to Eisenhall, right? And if I'm looking between um, Eisenhall you're, and... So you're about halfway between Eisenhall and North End. You're in, like, oh. the, the peaks of the Causeway. Oh, okay, so I, I misunderstood where we were. Okay. Yeah, you haven't gone super far. You've only been in the mountains for, like, a week or whatever it's been. Um, you've been following, like, goat paths. Um, but you could get to the Canny Weird River... Um, and if anybody wants to give me a, say a history check. You mean to know whether or how to get to the river from no. where we are or, no, what are we? trying to remember you are trying to just see what you guys know about the river and what kind of uses it has but it appears that even the one of you who is from this area really has very little knowledge of the river um, you guys know that it's there but as far as like how much it gets traveled and how wide it is and, and how deep it is Good question. How about flooding? Do we know anything about hot floods? Like swallowing with question. rain? Yeah, I sort of think we should go back the way we came, follow the cart path. <clears throat> we're going to a different town, so that's what I'm thinking, because we're going to Tovardi, right, not North End. So, right, but, uh, isn't. Um, North End on the way to Torvir Deep. Torvir Deep, so just a long a, oh. Yeah, that, that's what I was thinking. Like, because it's kind of like backtracking. <coughs> like, just looking at the map, it feels like it would be faster to go directly to Torvir Deep. The question is, how do we get there? 
And I seem to recall somebody uh, either getting yeeted or falling into a river and washing down a waterfall. That was a goblin. They don't count. Yeah, but, you know, if it's slippery and we're balancing on rocks and there just happens to be, you know, a raging river leading down to a waterfall below us. Briar? The dirt around you is starting to get quite muddy. Briar, would this storm affect your ability to fly? I don't know. Let's see. And I'm going to try. It does not seem to have any effect. Straight into the You're able to fly just as you did before. It's not like a torrential downpour. It's like a light rolling rain. Ooh, can I oh. can I carry Onox and just have him like dangling like a wet cat below me? Are we are we just like kind of standing in the mouth of the cave, just like talking about everything? Yeah, you're just like getting rained on. Yeah, I'm just gonna take everything off and just walk out in the middle. I'm basically just going to be in my kilt and nothing else and just, like, walk out and stare up into the sky while it's raining while everybody else is talking. Casimir is, like, he throws up this, like, you know, big, like, wax canvas cloak that he's got and is, like, covering himself up and just watching that kind of squinting at you suspiciously. I'm going to go out to the uh, guard tower and check and see if uh, anybody has piled up outside. Any uh, hunting parties might have returned and uh, that sort of thing? None that you know. Briar, do you see a safe path up there? Let's see what the visibility is like. Can I do a perception? Um, sure, go for it. <laughs> oh. Hell yeah. So can you can everything. see that there is... Uh, another path. This is the one that you guys had seen the other hunting party that had the uh, elf. Uh, his name I forget. Uh, Erevan Kolawan. Uh, that hunting party came from a different path than the one that you guys roughly followed. Um, and uh, you as well would be able to tell Briar. So the storm is coming from uh, the south west over the windless wood uh, and the road that you're like the other road that you can see uh, is heading roughly northeast so the opposite direction so we should be good to follow this path over here wait you said northeast wouldn't that be the opposite direction that we need to go uh, you need to go roughly southeast, but if you go southeast, you're going over the mountains the entire way. I see. So okay. if you go northeast, you would go straight towards the river and be able to follow okay. the river. Well, well that like sounds like a plan to me. Yeah, let's let's head to the river. It's it's bound to be easier than the way we came. And as you point out, uh, as a mirror, so more direct. Casimir's yeah. not helping. I'm gonna keep flying so I can kind of scout the way above. I mean, that's status quo, right? Casimir's, like, useless. Unless you're dying, so I feel like that's pretty good. I mean, that's more in his own self-interest, let's be honest. It was, was clutch, really. <laughs> I'm gonna walk up to Javid. Like, hey, you still have that backpack that can hold a lot of things, right? Yeah. What do you need? Can you... Can you hold all of this? And I'm just going to put all of my stuff in his backpack. Uh, 
how much stuff is it? Because the backpack does have a weight limit, technically. Uh, it's only like 200 pounds worth of stuff. That's way and it's only weight. temporary. Way over the weight limit? I thought it had like an 80 pound weight limit, but I could be wrong. <laughs> What's the item called? I thought it was like 500, right? For like a... Um... Yes. The Egg Handy Egg. Hatter Sack of Doom or something. That is consult the Oracle. Beard's Handy Hatter Sack. Large central pouch holds 80 pounds. Uh, and there are two side pouches which hold 20 pounds. So a max total of 100. Oof. Definitely not enough stuff. Yeah, sorry man. Can't help you. You're going to have to tote your own. Where's our pony? Yeah, where's Ted? Oh yeah, let's get Ted. Yeah, he was supposed to come back, right? Like you let him. You told him to kind of stay in the area. Uh, yeah, roughly. I did. If you want to go look for him. See, if Briar right. can fly up and see Ted. Yeah, I'm already flying, so let me see if I can see Ted. I'm gonna whistle for him. You fly up a bit. Uh, you're Maybe whistling. Uh, you don't notice any response, but you're able to spot what appears to be a shrub. Kind of underneath an overhang, and the shrub is kind of like rustling and shaking, and you can make out the form on the other side of it of Ted just kind of nibbling at the little pieces of leaf, staying out of the rain. I'm gonna go alight next to him and say, "Hey, buddy, we're safe, we're alive. You wanna come back with me?" Because he does kind of a little snort and then just kind of wanders over to you. He's so sweet. All right, I'm gonna walk him back, like. Scratching his little chin and stuff on the way. He follows you eagerly and returns to the rest of the party. So who is leading the way? I need a uh, survival check from the leader. Uh, this will be a straight roll because you're following a goat path. It should be pretty easy to follow. He's got the highest mod. Mm -hmm. Isn't okay. either is it Jazzy or Briar? Like both six of you are really good at survival, survival. right? My vote is Javid. Plus four. Um, Yay! I was going to fly and step away anyway. Okay. Alright, what is your marching I want to keep an eye on Onyx. He's, he's acting a little weird, and um, I'm concerned he might, you know, just yeet off the cliff. So I'm just going to stay close to him. Okay, so I'm assuming it is it is Javid in the front. Yeah. I want to be up front too, but all of my shit is packed out on Ted. It's just me and my battle kilt. Okay. I figured I would have a pep in my step after a long rest, so I probably wouldn't be in the back either. So maybe after Onox and Azrael. Okay, so Javid... Uh, and Briar in the air, kind of above Javid. And then it's Onox with Ted, Asriel, mm. and Demitar. And I'll be pr pulling security and, uh, in the rear. Where's, uh, where's Wanda? Did we lose Wanda? Uh, no, she should Wanda. be near me. I don't... I didn't really think to have her scout ahead, but if the visibility's low, there's not really a huge point, right? Just kind of a... A light storm. The, the the proper, you know, like, booming thunderstorm hasn't arrived yet, you know. it's That's a ways off. You guys are in the mountains, so you do have 
at the, the right angles, you have a, a very large amount of, of visibility into the distance to note that sort of thing. Okay. I mean, I'll prob she'll probably be up near me still, just circling. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to send her out ahead. Can I get a perception check for Wanda? Alright. You begin following the goat path. Keeping within line of each other, roughly, kind of like drops down, widens a bit, you know, 15, 20 feet before kind of dropping away down the, the cliff to this like, uh, below you can see trees and other things in, in these valleys. Arcs up again, you see the storm growing closer. The ground beneath your feet begins to get slick, muddy, damp, and the road narrows. Are there any, um, like, small trees nearby? Like, maybe about the size around as a bamboo? There's, like, shrubs and stuff. Um, you'd have to kind of go down the mountain a bit to find the trees. How far down the mountain? Uh, not super far, but, I mean, it'd be a little bit out of the way and of a trek. Like, you can see trees from where you are, they're just down the mountain. Okay, um, if it gets muddy enough to where I'm slipping and sliding, then I'll take a detour to try to um, basically make a walking stick out of a random tree. Alright. Yeah, I pull out my quarterstaff to use as a walking stick. I need Snow, Casimir, Demitari, Azriel, Onox, and Javid to make acrobatics checks. Uh, actually, no, not acrobatics. I'm gonna call this deck saves. Do I get help for using a quarterstaff? come to a narrow spot, and each one of you kind of has to uh, press together, and the weight of your feet, the ground underneath you, seems to shift and swell. And Onox and Demitari, before you can grab onto anything and stabilize yourselves, you begin slipping and tumbling. 
Can I try to grab Anas? Because I've been watching him the whole time, and I see him slipping. Can I try to, like, reach out and, like, kind of just, like, grab his arm to steady him? Sure. Go ahead and give me an uh, acrobatics check. I'll be trying to grip any sort of shrub or root uh, on my way down. Uh, all right, Azrael, I need you to make another deck save. You note that the ground around you begins to slide and like Anox starts to tumble and you just like grab him by his like forearm, pull him back and just kind of like steady the two of you. Demitari, unfortunately, you tumble about 20 or so feet down the hill and you take 13 bludgeoning damage as the mud kind of like piles on you, a rock like strikes you in the gut, knocking the air out of <laughs> The ground kind of like rumbles and like stops. Turns to the kind of quiet calm of the storm. Does this seem like a natural phenomenon or that maybe there's something big shifting underneath? Uh, it just seems like the ground is loose and you guys walked over it at the wrong time. I'm gonna go pick up Dimitari. Right. I'm okay! Uh, whoever is going down to Dimitari, I need um, acrobatics or athletics check. Oh, she's flying. Oh, that's yeah, right. You're she's flying. Flying. Actually, she can fly. Okay. It's true. Dang it. Alright. Gonna pluck her. of the wings kind of like down and just like lifts you back up and flies you up to the rest of the party beyond the edge of where you can tell that the gravel is and mud is loose. I'm gonna be looking all over just to see you, what's going on. You've got some scrapes and like a bruise is starting to develop. The baby screaming was my idea of Demitari falling down the hill. Um, I guess I'm gonna press digitate my scrapes so that um, I can avoid some infection. Um, and uh, Briar, do you mind maybe chopping me down a walking stick so maybe this doesn't happen again? I do it, but uh, obviously I'm not very graceful today. Yeah, sure, I got you. I'm gonna go find her a really good stick. Like, like, primo stick. Alright. Give me a nature check. Uh, Ezra, when you caught Onox, you can basically tell that, like, every muscle fiber in his entire being is, like, strung taut. Like, everything is just super tense, and he just keeps, like, looking up at the sky, and he, like, kind of looks at you and, like, nods, and just, like, keeps yeah. twitchy. <laughs> I imagine she just kind of, like, reached out, like, grabbed his arm, didn't really say anything, just kind of, like, steady him, and then 
yeah, just draw her back. Yeah, I'm picturing these um, muscles on the verge of a cramp just twinging and vibrating. Yeah, it's like the garden hose veins across his shoulders and everything, just because like everything is just. She's an energy vampire, so I imagine she wouldn't want to touch you for too long because all of that energy flowing through you would be um, a lot. Delicious. I, uh, I'd recommend that we don't bunch up like that again. Maybe we even um, tie ourselves a uh, like uh, mountain climbing types, loop a, a rope between us and uh, catch somebody who slips next time. It's a good way for multiple people to slip. But if they slip, then the ones that aren't slipping can grab them and pick them up. That's why they tie off. The ones who are slipping can cause the other ones to slip. Hey, Dimitari, um, do you want me just to carry you? I can just carry you. How much do you weigh, Dimitari? One forty. And you're carrying. Weight, weight carried? Yeah, if you if you go into inventory, it'll say weight carried. Sorry, I'm wrestling, okay? Um, Wrong button. 67.9 pounds? 9.2 pounds? A lot more than I thought. See, that's like... That's only like 200 pounds, though. You know, maybe... I, I'll try to walk with the stick. I think I'll be okay. Um... But, you know, I guess it wouldn't hurt to to be uh, nearby. I don't know. Uh, it'll be fine. It's fine. Well, so just a quick question. Brett, what's your, what's your strength mod? Um, it is plus eight. Plus eight? Onto strength? Yow. That yeah. doesn't sound right. Yeah. I maxed it out, didn't I? Oh, so you have 20. So you have yeah. plus four. That's you're looking at your save. You have a plus save for the save, but a plus. Oh, five. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Yes. So twenty times fifteen, Briar can carry up to three hundred pounds without issue. But she also has her own weight she's carrying, so there's also that to consider. But so as long as Briar isn't carrying more than a hundred pounds. Briar should be able to carry Demetari without an issue. Alright. As I you are each kind of like recovering from the uh, little mudslide that you encounter, Javid and Briar, the two of you suddenly notice this like clap of thunder in the distance to the north, or this, this like bright flash of lightning. There's a large shape in the clouds. I'm going to ask everyone to 
take cover. And I'm going to look for a shadow or something to hide myself in. Can I find a boulder or something to find shadow in? Did you roll a stealth check? I haven't yet. I'm asking if I can find some dim light to hide in. Sky is overcast and raining. Right. Is Onyx actually paying attention, or am I gonna have to drag him into a bush? No, I'm not paying attention. I'm standing. No, I'm gonna grab open. Onyx. I'm gonna pull him into a bush. All right. Apparently, Briar is just standing there, just looking up at whatever it was that she saw. Uh, do you want me to roll with disadvantage or something? Uh, sure. Yeah, that checks. I was actually pretty curious about it. I kind of wanted to, like, see what it was, so... I am just kind of standing there like, what? Alright. You all kind of, like, hurriedly take cover, just like this, like, haphazard thing where most of you are just, like, lying pressed up against rocks adjacent to the path. There's another, like flash of light, and the shape is larger, and it's this huge winged creature. Descends out of the clouds, blue scales, flies away from you, towards the opening to the mine, and you see it descend below the mountaintops. Do I know what the hell that is? Uh, I would say that it's pretty obvious it was a dragon. You said it was blue, right? A blue dragon? It was blue. That's suspicious. Was its head glowing green? Uh, not that you could tell. So, based off my knowledge of dragons, which I have no idea the amount of, do the idea that dragons might be working with Mind Flayer, does that sound like something that could be a possibility? I can roll an intelligence check if um, you want. I would say either nature or history. Your choice. sounds weird. It wouldn't be something that you would... You've never heard of that before. I would say that it is just unusual by any stretch of the imagination. How close was it to us? Um, not super close. Close enough that you were able to get a good look at it as it flew down out of the cloud. But not so close that it, like, it didn't fly over your heads or anything, you know. You guys could like kind of see it like pass, you know, looking up the mountain, it flew over it and then disappeared 
in the direction that you recognize was where the mine was. I'm gonna fly up a little bit and see if our tracks are like super visible. How lucky were we that he wasn't home? You cannot make out any sign of your track. For the most part, the rain seems to have washed it away. Can I tell and where the, the dragon um, was coming from? Like, if it was, like, where exactly was it coming from? The north, the south, the north. The north. And, uh, r remind me, what was the uh, dragon that we encountered uh, at the airship? White. It was Very white? Ah, oh, right, it was ice that it was doing. Right, okay, thank you. So I'm assuming blue is lightning. Yep. All right, well, um... I think we should uh, keep going, and I want everybody to gather around uh, so I can cast Pass Without a Trace on us and uh, make us less like dragon food. We have to stay within 30 feet of you, right? For that to... Uh, well, just for the casting, I think. Pass Without a Trace has to... And stay within the range the whole time. Would I know that blue dragons tend to like deserts? Make a nature check. No. That is not a thing. I don't think they have to stay within 30 feet. It's just, it says, for the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you yeah. has a bonus to dex. It, you don't have to stay within 30 feet. It's, it's, you cast the spell, um, and as long as he concentrates on it for an hour, everyone who was within 30 feet of him at the beginning gets a plus 10 to stealth checks. I will be invisible. Yeah and can't be tracked, except by magical means. So, huddle round, and I cast uh, Pass Without a Trace. While we're huddled, um, I'm going to ask, why would a lightning dragon want to go to a mine? I think he was working with the mine player, because it would be a little too convenient. For us to have cleared everything out and done all the work there for a dragon. Just be like, hmm, that's a nice spot. I think I'll set up there. It, it's a bit odd. Mind Flare and a blue dragon working together just seems weird. It doesn't, doesn't check. Blue dragons tend to be more isolated in their operations. I also don't see why I'm assuming such an ancient creature would want to be with something so young looking. It just doesn't seem like they would both benefit somehow. It's yeah, it's it's weird. Unless he's in a different part of the mine. I, 
Well, and we, we saw no sign while we were in the mine of, of uh, dragon occupation, I think. Uh, so we, we wouldn't have gotten a sense having gone in that, that there was a, a large uh, creature working in concert with the uh, the rest of them. Casimir, what do you know about blue dragons? I know a fair bit. I know that they typically live in deserts and they're just as greedy, greedy and conniving as the other chromatics. But I'm afraid, uh, I'm afraid it isn't the focus of my studies. What, what do you, would you like to know specifically? Why would a blue dragon be heading to the mines? Say, I, your guesses are as good as mine. Um, I as well would be surprised if such a creature was uh, working for the mind player. It might be more likely that the mind player was working for the dragon. That would be my guess. A dragon that size is old, very old. You, you said you said blue dragons like deserts. It was coming from the north. Isn't that a desert? It is. There is a desert in that direction. At this point, does it, like, stir anything up, seeing as how I'm from the wastes? Have I heard anything? I guess you're... You would know that the more north you go, you get to the spire range and it is just filled with dragons most of them don't get very large because they have like some they have so much competition amongst themselves that none of them last very long in general um so a large one is going to be a, a, it would be a particularly dangerous foe um, you would probably know that there used to be dragons further to the south um, but over centuries, they've been, they've lost ground, essentially. Is it possible that the blue dragon might be trying to get more territory? To the mind flare? I suppose. I'm not sure. That would that be an interesting it. way to go about it. That or whatever relic that Casimir found, the dragon is aware of more, and I don't know, could it want to add things like that to its hoard? Well, they are greedy. Um, Casimir, do you have something uh, on you that, that uh, shields that artifact from detection? best and as you guys are kind of walking is might be best if we pick up the pace i think and what if we uh tucked your artifact in in this handy haversack uh at least to keep it uh out of detection range uh 
make a persuasion check at disadvantage. So my question is, do we want to maybe wait this out and see if it leaves no, with something? No, I think something? it would be best if we move as far as we can, and if it comes back, then it comes back, and we'll deal with that then. Uh, here you go, Javid, and he kind of produces the, the like the brass and glass item, turns it over to you. I tuck it into a side pouch of the haversack, and I said, yes, I quite agree. Let's uh, move along, not so quickly that we uh, run the risk of slipping again, but um, uh, yeah, let's move along. And I'll, I'll uh, strike out uh, along the goat path uh, as much as possible to maintain footing and uh, an eye out above and uh, without uh, uh, detection. All right, can I get everyone to give me another stealth check? So this is you guys stealthy with Pass Without Trace. 33. The lowest I could roll it technically is a 21. So I'm still, like, not being super stealthy for me. So. 34. I mean, I imagine, like, like, I'm behind you. I would be trying Mm. to keep you from making a lot of noise. 17. So, are we adding anything, or is it automatically added? It's not going to be automatically added, so just go ahead and roll it, and we'll know that there's some plus 10. Okay. So, 11 for me. Can I fly with a plus 10? Or, nah. Yeah, there's nothing keeping you from flying. It's not particularly quiet. Still stay with you, right? Pass all the trace. Maybe the storm sounds masked me or something. I. Well, it does say a well of shadows and silence. Yeah, I would say you'd be able to fly quietly, especially with pass all trace. Your wing, with effort, you know, and being intentional about it, I would say that you could fly quietly. Um, mostly because I don't want to impose a mechanical disadvantage on you for your flight that's not required by the rules. Fair points. So, yes, yeah, so you guys are pretty stealthy, right? The worst that you guys have is a 15 from Yield Demetari. She did so well. She's trying, you know. As everyone else is like silent, you guys still like, through the sound of the rain, every once in a while you'll hear the sound of a rock like down the mountain. And you look back and like Yeah, she's just like accidentally like flung a rock over the side and it just like 
kind of sets off like a little, you know, a mini like rock fall a little ways down there. How how's Ted handling the path, right? Uh, it, hold like on, is he? Is... Ted is very sure-footed. Can, can can I maybe like pick up Demitar? Well, I can't really pick her up because she's I definitely am not that strong. But can I like maybe suggest that she ride on Ted? Ted's got a lot of weight on him right now. I'm gonna feel really bad if I push Ted down a mountainside. I mean, he's a pack like, horse, right? Isn't that like his job? Pony. He, like, he's, he, a he's to keep you trail safe. pony. He's built for this. Yeah. Just, let me roll Ted's stealth check. I don't know. I feel like I should ask permission. Ted has a 25 on his stealth, so he's stealthy as heck. You should ride on Ted. Much safer. I'm gonna walk up to. Did I see Javid talk to him the other day? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, Javid's talked to him a couple of times. I'm gonna walk up to him and talk to him just like Javid did. Hey, Ted, uh. Do you mind if I hitch a ride? I just. I don't. I don't wanna just assume that you're okay with it. Ted just kinda. at you. Yeah. Ted hears. Ted. I think that's a no. Anybody speak horse? It's a horse. I, I think he's fine. You should get on Ted. Okay. Well, Ted, if you don't, I mean, you could just kind of shake your head no like this. And and I'll know. He just kind of looks at you or quizzically. Just like not walk. <laughs> right, he's, just, he's just like looking okay. at you. And slowly trotting along, keeping pace with everyone else. And I have never ridden a horse before, so I am, like, clamoring up there, probably, especially with my bumps and bruises and trying to avoid those, but being kind to Ted. So I'm just looking like this big awkward mess trying to get on the horse and, like, clinging around his neck, because it just it feels weird. He helps you on. He, he, he kind of gets you aboard and kind of, like, Feel the warmth of, of the pack horse. And sit comfortably on his little uh, on his back. Wouldn't he have a saddle? Because when we got uh, him, yeah, he would have a saddle. Well, he was he was um, he was playing a cart, the, but I think he would have a saddle still. He was. I think they normally have shadows the on them. But. Well, not when they're rigged up to a cart, but I would say that Ted, yeah. Ted does have a saddle. It's, it's not like... There's, it's harness stuff. Yeah. Like a bareback saddle where it's just stirrups and a strip of leather that goes over his back, not a full saddle? Yeah, it's not like a, you know, a, a long-distance riding saddle, but it's something that amounts to a... You know, somewhat... Something to hold on to. Yeah. So... After about an hour of travel, the spell ends, and each one of you, you know, you can hear your footsteps again, uh, crunching along the rocks around you. You have seen no sign of the dragon. You round a mountain corner, and kind of twisting its way down a path into a valley just beyond, Javid, you note a small village, about six or seven homes, nestled here amongst the rock.
small, you know, one or two bedroom little huts. Small chimneys poking themselves out of the top of them. Where's the storm at? It's still behind you, a ways. It's gotten a little closer. The sound of thunder is somewhat louder. But overall, you you would figure it'll get to you probably tonight. Okay, so it's still like raining, but it's not like a downpour yet? No, it's not a, not a full downpour yet. Alright, and uh, do I see any um, figures moving around the the, uh, the village? Make a perception check. You do not note any figures. As well, you do not note any signs of other inhabitants. There's no signs of light. There's no smoke coming from the chimneys. No sounds overall. Does this look normal? I imagine I've been to some small villages just in my kind of hunting activities. Does this look normal for kind of nighttime activity of a small village? Um, I would say it's early evening. Uh, but no, it is not normal. Well, uh, I suggest we... Uh, approach with caution and uh, this will give us a place to stay out of the of the storm um, either we uh, ask the inhabitants uh, for shelter or take shelter if nobody objects snow you note that these homes are of a very similar construction to the ones from uh, that your villagers use or your clan uses when they stay in one place for a while but it is not a place that your clan has lived. Hmm. These are probably some nomadic huts. There's probably not anybody home. But we should go with caution anyway. So this would be a, a um, place where they uh, throw up some structures for uh, shelter for a time being and then move on and leave them behind? Essentially, this this would be like a overwinter kind of thing when we're not nomading. And we're still not down to the river, right? This is still in the mountains. Correct. Yeah, I you would probably be able to tell that you're at a minimum another three days out of the mountains. You haven't gotten very far. I think we should uh, set up shop here and dry out and Yeah. Sounds good. Recoup. When that, that storm blows in, uh, it'll get uncomfortable and having at least a roof over our heads and uh, uh, that'll be much more comfortable. A lot drier too. Though we should probably keep a cold camp for a little bit and minimize our signature here. Right, till we know who's in the area. So I want to uh, approach the village quietly and look for any signs of anything I might have missed from the uh, first look of uh, occupancy, 
uh, see what the situation is of maybe it's like just a abandoned village or everybody's slaughtered and there's bodies in the way all that you approach the village and as you begin to get closer you note similarly there's no lights in any of the windows no smoke coming up from any of the chimneys most of the doors are shuttered however in the street you spot strange sign an overturned cart a bucket of uh, that has been spilled and toppled over a uh, crate of wheat is on its side and the wheat is spilled out of it one of the homes, the door, is ajar, just barely hanging on its lower hinge. All right, I'll like signal to the uh, team that uh, uh, approach with caution. And uh, draw my bow and keep a arrow at, at the ready. Sorry, Chris, what were you going to say? No, I was laughing. No. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was posted in general. I'm sorry. <laughs> Dimitari's attempt at riding horses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go clear a house, too. All right. Uh, can I get investigation checks? As you move from house to house, you're able to determine that it seems like there are a lot of personal belongings that have been left behind that you would not normally have if you left of your own free will. You can see signs of a meal left on a table. Chairs kind of toppled away from tables. Homes are strangely empty. There are blankets still on the beds. Let me check the fireplaces for heat. Where does this look like it's been for a while? The fireplaces are cold. And the uh, food that's left out, what's the, the state of that? Uh, week old, month old? You find signs of bread that's like, it's been cut and uneaten, and it is not yet moldy. But so, stale. I know uh, that. Yeah, I'd say it's probably stale. There's some political stuff going on, right? So we were aware that the fire giant, they have been kind of this. It's on the other side of the waste, but we know that they've been. Would we know that? Have they been trying to, you know, kind of come into the Kazarine Hills at all on the, like I guess it's kind of hard to explain but based off of just the political environment and what we know about it I mean especially Javid you know who whoever might be no would it make sense that the fire giants have come into the Kazarine Hills 
could make a history check. Can I do it with advantage because I've been spending time with refugees before this? Sure. And now it's for foogies. Um, so I would say you, you would know that this region is, in general, not something that would be, you know, worth invading, so to speak, by the... Uh, strategic. Bios. Yeah, it has little strategic value, essentially. Um, it, has, it has some value in terms of being able to maneuver troops, if you could, through the mountains into unexpected positions. Um, but overall, there's nothing here. There's no, there's no major cities. This is like nomadic tribes and the occasional like tiny, tiny village. There's no like wealth or valuable things up here. What about as slaves? Has there been any like you know villages being taken as slaves? Um, you would know that yes. Not here, but Austrinium are, as they pass through, they are enslaving people that they basically deem fit for that sort of thing. So that is a thing that Austrinium is doing, but again, this isn't a part. This is not a, a region of the world that has been touched by the war yet. Where, where has Austrinium typically been, you know, kind of taking slaves and... Um, the Philo Shrubland, mostly. So further, okay. further to the south towards Ficaron. And what about into Tolvar Deep? I, if I remember right, they, weren't they trying to They move have into not there? yet crossed the Canny Weird River. As far as you guys have last heard, they have they've come up to the border of it, but from what you guys last heard, the dwarves of Torvir Deep still control passage across the river. Okay. Um, and I believe the journal of the elf that you guys found would say something similar to that thing. Okay. While everybody else is like clearing houses, I'm gonna be looking around outside for any sort of animal tracks or anything like that on the ground outside. Okay. Go ahead and give me a survival. And um, Javid is going to be looking for signs of um, warfare. You know, arrows stuck in the thatch and. Axe marks on the door sills and things like that. Okay. I'm um, gonna get off of Ted and um, basically be shouting out like, hello, is anybody here? Looking to see if possibly anyone had remained behind. I'm gonna look for anything of value. Okay. Can I look for personal items that would tell me anything about the people who were here? Like, maybe which religion they followed, maybe, you know, letters, just something that would be able to identify who actually lived here. Alright. So, let's resolve all five questions at once. One more question. Uh, I'd like to take an aerial view and see if there's anything amiss. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check, Briar. Uh, so, Javid, or actually I'll start with, so easy one, Onyx, as you're kind of like moving uh, around, there's, yeah, you don't really find any tracks. Uh, you do know 
that there are some like now muddied footprints that were probably pre-storm, um, but they've you know been pretty or, or not possibly pre-storm, but like right at the the cusp of it. So someone stepped in mud since the storm came. So within the last 24 hours. Um, but it's been a while since anyone walked through. And you can't really tell exactly where they were or where they went. Uh, snow. As you are investigating the houses, kind of looking for valuables, there's not really anything to find. Uh, what you do note is that there are... Uh, like dressers have been ripped out. Someone has come through before you and searched for valuable. Uh, essentially, you find like a small lockbox where the lock has been like jammed with a knife and like twisted open, and its contents have been strewn out. You can find like uh, a small twine necklace that probably has sentimental value. There's like a little bone, like um, effigy carved, hanging from it. Uh, but nothing of, like, inherent value. There's no gems or gold or, or other items like that. Uh, Javid. You do find what appears to be weapon marks against some of the doors. You can tell that some of the, like, uh, doors were pried open, probably with, like, swords or, or other metal instruments. Um, there are signs of struggle. Here and there. There's no blood or anything like that. Um, you don't find any bodies or, or anything of that nature. Uh, it is otherwise uninhabited. So, I'm going to take the necklace with me, but I'm going to come out of the house and whoever's outside. And we definitely aren't the first ones to come through here. Like, since whatever went down here went down. Asriel, as you kind of pick through the houses, of note, you find a uh, a bristled brush, likely for combing kind of thick fur, and what appears to be a small stuffed animal resembling a anthropomorphic cat. Does it look like snow? It does look like snow. I am a god! Different color. Can I go Sorry, to the stories like, never get it right. Who would want to attack your people? Yeah, yes. So does this look like uh, a village of, that your people would have uh, made and then abandoned? Or been forced out. You see signs that this looks like a tobacco. Any of this stuff look like my clan's stuff? Uh, it it doesn't look like your clan's, but it is a related clan. It is. Like, you can okay. tell it is constructed from you know basically similar style. Um, you would know that there are other clans of tabaxi kind of roaming the hills here. Well, it's definitely not my clan's work, but it's definitely very, very similar. So, I would definitely think it's another clan out here. Are there... What might have attacked them to 
tear it up like this. Do what I know. Is there any clan warfare going on right now? Well, I mean, probably not infighting. I mean, simplest answer would be, you know, this is right at the end of the goat path that we followed straight from the Mind Flayer area. So it could be that they got run down by and taken by them. Did you see any feline skulls in the pile of bones? And um, looking for the uh, the signs of warfare, didn't find like uh, arrows with goblin fletching or dwarf fletching or something that would tell who did the attack. You did not. Um, I would say that because you got a nineteen, right? I would say you could specifically note that you did not see signs of arrows. What you found was like forced entry into the homes and like uh, barriers were being destroyed. So whoever whoever lived here likely barricaded themselves in and then someone forced their way in using humanoid implements. And whoever forced their way in didn't leave any, any bodies. We don't find the uh, remains. And all of the the valuables, the the uh, the animals, you know, if they had pigs or cows or horses or anything, all of those who've are gone. Correct. So, so Snow, have has your people been slaves before? Do do they make good slaves? Excuse me. It's an objective <laughs> question. I'm against slavery. Ooh. But are there, yeah. you know, yeah. a history of people slaves. being taken as we slaves? We love that sort of thing. DM. Um, eh, not directly, no. I mean, you know, slavery is a thing in Southern Marquette. It happens sometimes. But no, they're not like previously enslaved people or anything like that. Or particularly well, attractive as slaves? Not really. They're not terribly strong. They're more of a, you know, robust, uh, wiry... We're sought after by old ladies. There are much better creatures that you can use as slaves, is what I would say. Like Leonin. Oh, yes, they're great slaves. Am I in the area still? You're kind of you're kind of doing your little helicopter uh, view. So what you would be able to see okay. is that there is kind of another path leading out that continues in a roughly east direction, kind of winding its way further down out of the mountains. And you can see, like, as it gets down a little bit further, trees kind of start to rise up on either side of the path. And. Uh, we saw uh, footprints in the mud from earlier in the uh, rain. What about uh, cart tracks, wheels, mm, load-bearing animals? None that you note. Are, are you looking for that now? Because it was Onox who was looking for that earlier, and he didn't find anything. Yeah, yeah. I, I found out what I needed to about the attack, and now I'm trying to see where they won, went, where they on 
horseback or did they have carts with them? Were they little tiny goblin footprints or big heavy goliath footprints? Um, go ahead and give me a survival check. Was this like a concealed path or like well trodden? It's pretty well trodden. More so than the goat path that you guys are on. Is there only one way out of the village other than where we came in on? Um, Briar, you would note that there are other smaller paths kind of heading in other directions from the village, uh, but the one that you have seen first, the largest one, is the path out of the village. Which direction is we heading? I'd like to follow some of these shorter ones for a minute. As you travel, you can tell that they kind of like disappear into, into the, the mountains around them. And it just seems like they're, they might be like hunting paths and, and other ways. Just that the, the people living in this village would have come and gone from semi-regularly. Um, but the one heading west, or correction, east, uh, is, is the main path from the village. As well, you note no signs of any activity on the other ones. You spot some mountain goats kind of resting underneath a uh, boulder. Javid, unfortunately you are not able to glean any new information from the uh, tracks that you find. You can tell that there are tracks placed in the mud that predate your party's arrival in the village, but what nature they had eludes you. I'm gonna come back and tell everybody what I found. Alright, so it seems like this village was occupied up until just a short time ago, a day or so, and was attacked by parties unknown who took off, we may assume, out the, the main road to the east, but we don't know who they are, what they wanted, why they attacked. Um, but they looted the place, took everybody and everything of value. I say we spend the night, let the storm pass, follow our um, our own way um, toward Tor of Your Deep. So, quick question. Does Wanda need to sleep? Wanda does not need to sleep. Could we ask Wanda to kind of follow the main path to see if she can find anything while we sleep? Yeah. I don't see why that would be a problem. You know, if the people need help, 
Maybe we could help them, but we need to at least know where they are. I know yeah. it's useless, where, where they are and who's I, taking them. I was looking for any signs of life in case someone had successfully hidden or, um, you know, like random animal got missed or something like that. Is it still raining? Yes. The Picking up, really staying the same. Is it beginning to pick up? Or we could go after these people. Because as the rain continues, we're going to lose any tracks. That's why I was thinking we could have Wanda. Look, we're not really in any condition. Do, wait, do we get a long rest? We got a long rest. So we, we're just facing, so if we keep going, we're facing exhaustion. That That's the issue. And and a storm. And a storm. Uh, but, I mean, we're staying I'm, ahead I'm of guessing the storm, that right? based, based on the size of this uh, village, it had to have been a, a pretty good party that attacked it to clean them out so thoroughly. They won't be hard to find. I don't think we'll uh, lose enough time to, to lose them uh, by waiting out the storm. Didn't you say it was only like four houses? Six to seven, right? It's, yes. Six, so. Okay. And we're you, thinking this was a couple hours ago, right? You would or be able to tell that the, the number of inhabitants of this village, because you guys have probably spent about an hour and a half kind of like Pouring, you know, picking this place clean. Um, it probably had about 30 or so inhabitants. And and so if we kept going, how long until we start taking exhaustion? What is it? Hold on. I think it's if you travel more than eight hours. No slight on, on uh, your people's snow. Uh, I think uh, our... You guys have only been uh, traveling about four hours, so I would say you have four hours left before you start running the risk of exhaustion. I think we should go after them. We have a better shot if we can get them in transit. If... Even though it's a large group of people, if they get to where they're taking them, it's going to be harder to get them. And if we can close the distance and rest as we go and hit them in the middle of this storm, they're not going to be expecting it. Yeah, I agree. Because they'll and probably bed down. If we manage to somehow free them, um, at least we can bet that they would be willing to fight whoever it was that captured them. Yeah. And we'll probably be better able to free them in transit. I'm just worried that whoever was able to take down the whole village, you know, I, I it's nice to know that we might get some aid <clears throat> in case that this these people are incredibly strong and, um, and outmatching us. So, Snow, Kazimir, this is your expedition. You've you've got the uh, I think final say. We're 
whatever gets us out of the mountains quicker. And if that means moving on ahead now in search of these villagers, then very well. All right. So now, so now how formidable... Mm. So let's say there's 30 people, right? You, How well combat trained would most of the village be? Probably very little to very few being well trained. My clan specialized in artifact retrieval and that was only a small portion of the clan. So, so yeah, the, the majority of them are going to be uh, children, housekeep, you know, house um, folk, the, the uh, uh, rangers and, and the like who are uh, going to be armed, we can expect, I think, no more than a half dozen of their number. To be fighting force? Right, right. To, to be, you know, have, have some experience in arms, the, the, the hunters for the village, the those who have done uh, expeditionary work, that sort of thing. I'm just saying that based on my experience in the militia, and what we found uh, coming across villages that uh, typically a village this size would have maybe five or six who have any experience in arms or combat. Yeah, that's probably about right. I, and I don't know what this tribe's expertise or daily was. So, you know, at most, probably given not a giant force that could have subdued all of them. I think it would be manageable with the five of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think uh, particularly if we come upon them um, while they're um, unsuspecting and having to keep an eye out for the their, uh, their captives will have the advantage. All right. Well, if we're going to go, let's go and Get this over with before nope. the storm gets yes. to us. Let's go. By all means. Does it, the way, so now that we go through the village and out the path, can we travel any faster or is it still pretty hazardous? Um, you could travel faster, yes. Definitely. Um, as you guys leave the village, you can see that this is like, um, it is in fact no longer a goat path and this is a cart path. You can tell that, you know, there's the, the familiar twin ruts on either side that have gone, but that, like, the center path as well has been, like, tramped down by um, numerous feet kind of heading in this direction. All right. Well, I'll uh, take off at a uh, slightly more than... Uh, Normal, definitely not a, a um, half-time stealth march, right. but I'm going to uh, <clears throat> try to take advantage of uh, cover, moving ahead as quietly as possible, slipping from tree right, so to rock. You're, you're to... faster. Correct. Yes. All right. Go ahead and give me a perception check. I'd like to fly pretty high up ahead, see what I can see. Okay. Uh, sure, Briar, give me a perception check. No, 
Okay. Alright. You depart from the village, and it kind of disappears behind you in the mountain rain. Moving out ahead. As you're kind of winding down this level path out of the mountains, the trees kind of like growing taller and taller on either side of you. You suddenly note, Briar, some kind of figure or, or form lying on the ground just a little ways beyond the edge of the path. It would not have been visible were you not in the air. I'm going to fly down to him. As you get closer, you note it is a tabaxi, kind of an older male dressed in, like, uh, plain cloth clothes and pants. He's kind of, like, on his back, his arms kind of crossed across his chest. And you can see underneath him is a pool of blood. I'm going to shake him. He is cold, but not stiff. Oh, no. I'm gonna rush back and get everybody. Alright. Briar kind of like over the treetops kind of in front of your party as each one of you is moving a little bit quickly. Can I hustle back and get Dimitari actually and just bring her? She's pretty chill with death. I think she'll right. be the best in this and, situation. Uh, I want to see if I can tell how long this uh, old fellow's been dead. Are we sure he's dead? Yeah, he's I was going to check his pulse first thing as soon as I got there. Okay. Like, he could be dying. <laughs> All right, go ahead and give me a check with your more, uh, medicine check. Well, so with advantage, right? Because I know what I'm doing, sure. or we were just. Alright. You can tell that he's dead. You. With your bonus from your mortician's tools and kind of having an understanding of this, he's dead. He's very dead. No longer Can I tell how long it's been? <laughs> or, I mean... <laughs> how does a mortician not have medicine? Yeah, well... That's a, weird that's a good point. Take. I know. Well, in my mind, I was like, would she have done medicine? Because they're dead. It's not like she's trying to heal them. But... Yeah, hindsight. I mean, you kind of have to know about anatomy to like dissect a yeah. body. Yeah, you're right. Okay, all right. I don't. She, I don't she just hacks at him. Now, it is what it is. It, I will say that it's never been stated that she was good at her job. She just had a job. Yeah, I'm putting a lot of faith in her. That's fair. There's a reason she's not practicing right now. Yeah, her license got taken away. Okay. Um. So you can tell he's dead. Uh, he is cold, but not stiff. Can I tell how he died? Uh, he has a huge gaping wound in his chest. Do I recognize him? You do not. 
Javid, what, you if think you would all like tabaxi's to do, just oh, know each other? Actually, sorry, Javid, you did make a medicine check. Um, you would probably be able to tell based on cold, not stiff. He has been dead probably around four or five hours. Maybe less. But at a max, it is over an hour and less than eight, essentially. And he had his arms crossed over his chest, you said? Correct. You kind of had to, like, move them out of the way. And you can see he's just, been his, he's just been stabbed, like, straight in the chest. So somebody placed him like that, it seems like. If it's, like, delicately done. Yeah. Or is it just, like, haphazardly done? It's it's not really delicate. Like he got stabbed and was like holding the wound when he fell over and was just yeah, like he just kind of fell over and like his hands went over his chest. Is he bound up um, at all? Like he's not. There's no signs of bone. Okay. And it's pretty far from the trail, right? Uh not really. It's pretty close, but you would not but just based on where it is physically, like the rest of you kind of had to to go through these little trees and like around a, a bend, um, it's not somewhere that you would have been able to see from the trail. Does it look so? Like it's he, almost like... like he got. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say, and I think you might have gotten to the point, like he was thrown from a cart or something. Or maybe they uh, took him out in behind the trees to uh, execute him because he was mouthing off. Oh no! They That's took him I to think. the farm upstate. They, like, dragged him aside. Look at the rabbit, George. But that doesn't make any sense, because if you're trying to show a display of power, then you would want to kill him in front of everyone. Unless they're not so much stronger than the party that uh, uh, they have that kind of ability to uh, demonstrate power without stirring up the uh, a rebellion. You know, if they get too wild, the... the uh, the villagers might uh, decide to fight back. Mm. Um, how old is this Tabaxi? Like old enough to where he might be slowing the whole troop mm, down? Not that old. He's in his fifties. So on the path, do we see footprints or cart wheels? Like, is there like what type of sign does it look like how they're traveling? Go ahead and give me a survival check. This whole time, I'm like, like everybody's trying to figure this out, and I'm like eyes in the sky, like tracking the storm. It's getting closer. It will be here within just a few hours. Uh, and the you can tell that. All right, so examining this area here. Uh, it's just footprints. There's no signs of pack animals or carts. Um, there are a fair few footprints, probably ten or so, moving away from the village. Additionally, kind of over around this body, you can see that there's this kind of like circle of footprints where they kind of like maneuvered around in here. Um, and a little bit of uh, signs of someone being dragged. About three or four people were dragged from this position back towards the road.
Looks like they may have tried to make a break for it. And got caught. Can I, Azure probably couldn't, but maybe Snow could tell the size so that you, we could probably see tabaxi footprints. Does it, the other footprints, do they look humanoid or like um, large they're humanoid? They're all roughly the same size footprints. It doesn't look like anyone's like, there's no ogres or anything here. They're all medium sized creatures. This entire time my tail's been twitching. Got a strong grip on my bow. We should keep going. Yep. I'll fold um, the guy's uh, arms up, give him a pat down to see if he's got any um, tokens up identifying, um, you know, like a tribal necklace or brooch or Something um, that that. Uh, go ahead, and give me an investigation check. Uh, hey Snow, is there anything we're supposed to do for this guy? Like, like, do you guys have any kind of? Funerary rites. Yeah. Um, they do. So that would have been a six on your roll there, Javid. Um, you find that he does have like a, a twine necklace with a small like um, appears to be like clay uh, symbol, and it would be a. Uh, it looks like it is kind of like three twisted roots uh, running together. But uh, snow the. Typical funerary rite for the Tabaxi clans here is sky burials. What is that? Are we going to eat him into the can into the sky with the catapult? Yeah, oh, he's he's good right here. Yeah, Let's move. Where you take someone Oh, got it. Vultures come and eat them. Nah, he's he's good. Let's go. You don't clean him up or anything. They don't. You don't expect that? Um, we could take his clothes off. You want to, like, strip him? Yeah, I was going to say, we could drag him off of the road a little ways and strip him. Maybe we should take care of that later. There, there is nothing we can do him for here. Yeah, on, on our way back, quickly. we could do it. All right. I reluctantly carry on. I'll fly up ahead and keep going. All right. So you guys, if I see anything. You continue on ahead. After about an hour or so, you suddenly note an orange glow of torchlight underneath and adjacent to some rocks along the path. As you kind of uh, maneuver through the uh, rain and, and the, the clouds above, you can spot at first, probably about five or so uh, human and other kind of humanoid creatures wearing various pieces of armor, chainmail and, and steel, shields slung across their back. Uh, three of them are in kind of a formation looking down the trail the way that you guys are approaching. I'm gonna stealthily but quickly head on back and warn everyone. 
and um, the the light now uh, we're we're seeing torches. So they've lit uh, torches, so it's darkish. It's pretty dark now, yeah. Dim light, pretty much everywhere. I'm gonna look at Javid. I think the quietest of us should move up first, and then the rest come in once they hear the festivities. So yeah, I'm looking for uh, shadows and the like, and I go invisible. I'm gonna go off the path and flank. Let's say, does anybody want to come through the trees and see if there's any place to hide? Um, well, I was gonna sneak up with Snow and Onyx, maybe a little bit further behind, but not. Onyx, you would note that the store is storm is almost upon you. It will be here very soon. I'm, like, starting to get severely amped, like, pupils dilated, nose, nostrils dilated, and breathing hard. Still no armor or anything on. I'm going to look at him. How long do we have? Less than an hour. It'll be here. I think we spring, we spring our trap at during the storm. Also... And, like, he, like, I'm always one for a fight, but this time it seemed I'm, like, raring for a fight. It's, like, almost frothing at the mouth. It's like, Briar can drop me from the skies, and I can drop in in the middle of them. Not without your armor. (laughs) Wait until Javid and I take some of them out, and so confusion among them. You know, that might not be a bad idea if Javid and Snow just kind of take some out with the arrows, and then right as that happens, Onyx drops down. Onyx and Briar drop down together. You need armor. All right. Hold on. Before we spring on them, let's make sure this is the the right party, and we're not just uh, dropping in on uh, somebody else entirely. What did I see exactly? I saw like that is so cool, Liam. Before you approached, uh, or before you turned back, you kind of got a quick glimpse. You saw three um, soldiers with torches looking uh, towards your party's direction, and then two more soldiers just beyond them, and that was all that you saw. I'm looking at the map. Does it look like there's some cliffs up top here? There are cliffs up top there. Ooh. They're kind of standing in this, like, uh, natural little, like, depression of the road as it passes between, like, two sets of boulders on either side. That's a bad place to make camp. Well, we've got, we've got an owl that can go check it out. Um, we can just take them out really quick. It'd be nice and easy. It'd be fun. How high up are the cliffs? Not super high, like maybe 10, 15 feet. Before we um, move forward, I need to uh, take a quick break. I'll be right back. Okay, actually, this is probably a good spot for us as a group to take a break because things are about to happen. So we will take about a 10-minute break, and we'll be right back.
If you're gonna back out, you might as well join a branch that's worth joining. Alright. Welcome back, everyone. So, you are making your approach on these strange soldiers you have encountered in the hills. So these... These soldiers don't look familiar at all, right? Like, their their garb doesn't look to be like a nation-type garb? Uh, not really. Not that you can tell. They're, they're not, uh, they don't have like a uniform, so to speak. They are... They are... Dressed... Similarly to one another, but they're not... It's not a... a you know... A faction uniform? Correct. They look like missionary or uh, mercenaries, right? Would we possibly, like, would one of us be able to get on the cliff without being detected? I would. Probably. But I, I feel like it might be better just to send Wanda in real fast, just to see if we have the right people before we start moving. <coughs> right, yeah, make I'm sure we get a right good count of, of uh, how many there are and how many hostages, what the hostages situation looks like, all of that. Alright, go ahead and give me a perception check and a stealth check for Wanda. And I believe Wanda definitely makes her stealth check with advantage. Definitely. I'm gonna scramble into my armor and get my sword back. Because okay. I was told to do it. Yeah, there, there's no way you're going into battle without armor. <laughs> I do it all the time. He's going fine. You're different. Alright. Wanda kind of and silently sails towards these uh, strange figures. As Wanda passes overhead, kind of rounds the boulder, uh, looking, I assume you're looking through Wanda's eyes. This is not that far. Yep. Feeling, or using Wanda's senses essentially. So. At the uh, rear, closest to your part, you can see that there are uh, two men in chainmails with shields and long swords kind of standing at the ready. Between them is a third wearing lighter leather armor of long bow, keeping an eye out. In the center of this group, you can see that there are uh, more figures in, in plate armor, swords at the ready. And kneeling on the ground are four tabaxi, their clothes kind of ragged and, and tattered. All of them, their wrists are bound together and they are tied one to the other. Uh, three of them appear to be much smaller, probably children, tied to the fourth that is in the lead. There's uh, another soldier kind of holding their uh, bindings. There's a group of three furthermost in the lead that you could see her having a conversation. Overall, Wanda counts ten of these figures and four hostages. As you said three of the hostages are children? Yes. As Wanda gets closer, she's kind of able to overhear snippets of their conversation kind of through the sounds of Thunder. One of them is, is grumbling, we should keep going. It's only probably another hour. And another one kind of 
chimes in. I don't care. We'll set up for the night and, and stuff here. It's not like we have anything to worry about. Besides, Arkabos isn't going to give a shit about these ones. If we get them there on time, what's he going to do? Grunt at us? I don't really give a shit what he has to say. These uh, slaves are barely going to net us the amount of money that we've spent on this exposition. The rest of them are more valuable anyway. don't really understand why he sent us back here to pick up the stragglers. The, uh, the one that you can kind of tell is the leader. He's uh, wearing this just like, kind of like, ornate steel breastplate that has like gold inlay on it. I don't care. We're moving on ahead. It's only another hour. And once we get there, we can rest. And it gives a shout, and they kind of start like, kind of picking themselves up and beginning to get ready to move. Now's the time, guys. Um, there's ten. They're about to leave. Um, four hostages, three children, um, and they are not expecting us. Um, they're an hour away from wherever they're trying to go, and they are trying to take these guys as slaves. And there are probably more that are already in the hands of their boss. Right, fly me up and drop me down on them. Let's do this. Pick him up, and we're gonna go. I'm gonna, as Briar is picking up Onyx, I'm just gonna like bolt. Not maybe not quite run, but definitely like in a very fast pace, just run up the um, the cliff, and then kind of stealth along so I can kind of watch what's going on. All right. And <clears throat> DM, you had said that there was. Uh... There were torches. So, um, how far out does the the light extend? Are we out, uh, like in um, dim light or darkness out out where we are? Uh, I believe it is twenty feet from them. Is the edge of the bright light. So pretty much everything except for immediately around them is dim light. So, with Briar flying me up above them, I'll tell her. Maintain about 40 feet. And then I'll use control flames to douse all of the flames. Okay. Is that while there? I have dark vision. I mean, you... You should have that orb on you. You would be... Alright, so... Um, Asriel... You moved up to the cliffs... Yep, I'm so I'm I'm clocking Briar and um, Onyx as well as looking down below. So I'm kind of like watching because I want to strike as soon as he drops. Yeah, I don't have control over my token. Uh, the game should be paused. Oh, it is now. Everyone else is moving. Yeah, I was moving people. Yeah, that was Liam. Oh. Uh... Yeah, I want to yeah. get in range, so as soon as Onyx drops, I attack whoever is, How like... How far from are you trying to get dropped? So, I've got that deal to where if I cast a first level or higher spell, I can fly ten feet, so I'm just using that to break my fall again. Okay. So I can pretty much drop 
from however far and then just use that to break my fall. Unless, I mean, that's what we did last time, unless you think that means something else. That's fine. Uh, what's, you were trying to do control. So, initially, like, while we're, before she drops me, I'm going to try to do control flame to douse any kind of light. And then when she drops me, I'm going to cast uh, Thunder Wave at second level when I land in the, like, thick group of people. So, right. so you would only be able 14. to douse, like, one torch, basically. Okay, that's the only thing within 60 feet. Well, no. The way the spell works is you can do one thing. Right, um, if you cast it multiple times, you can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at a time. Right, and each one of those, you, you can't, you're not just, you don't like cast it three times, it's like you cast it once, and then again. And then oh, I got you. Slavery. I got what you're saying. I'd like to stay back as long as I can see them, um, and I'm gonna just try to stay hidden in the darkness while I'm attacking them. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna move up 30 feet and insightful fighting that one. So do any mm -hmm. of these look like Sorry, magic users? Or are they just all straight mercenaries? They look like mercenaries. Okay. All right, um, so, as far as you can tell. So basically I want Briar to drop me on that one and then I'm going to cast Thunder Wave at at the three that are standing closer together so I can get all three of them in. Wait, aren't the three in front of... Aren't... I'm looking. They, will, they Th will be too far for Thunder Wave. Thunder Wave isn't a large area. Oh, it's gotta touch me. Because I believe Thunder Wave is a cube. Yeah. And the cube, cube 15 one, feet on the side. One of the centered on faces the is touching you. Yep. Yep, I forgot it was self. It's not. It's one of those extra spells in my fucking shit ass. Alright. So, as soon as I see um, Onyx drop, can I try to just, like, run and literally try to land on this guy? I can't ping him. But the, the one Onyx isn't on. The one in front of Briar. I can do Shatter, though, and that one gets all three of them. I'd also like to try to time it where I'm attacking at the same time as everyone else, and I want to hex um, that one in the middle. So, um, and then I will... it is... Okay, sure. Uh, can I get everyone to roll for initiative? Really quickly, is Shatter going to fuck me up? No, uh, so I can cast Shatter away from me. It has nothing to do with you, so I just want you to drop me on that one dude by himself, and then I'll cast Shatter behind me at those three. Alright, so I'd say you guys are probably about 60. I hope you guys are clicking on your tokens when you're rolling for initiative. Mm -hmm. I wasn't gonna, so thanks. <laughs> Definitely forgot again. 
as the rest of you get into position. About 60 feet up, directly over the uh, lone soldier. Briar, you let go. And Onyx, you plummet to the ground and cast your spell. Yep, so it'll be shatter right on that ping. And it's a 10-foot radius circle, so it gets all three of those guys. Uh, con save. There's a loud crack on the ground. You note the three soldiers just like grab their heads and begin reeling in pain. Uh, and you land next to the soldier. So, quick question on timing. Um... If, as soon as Briar dropped Onyx, could I time it so that right when his spell went off, I landed on the other guy? I mean, it's your turn now, so you can... Sure. Because I'm just saying, like... sorry. It's Briar's turn. But, which I guess you could have done something as Onyx was falling, because, you know... That, kinda, that's does, what I'm saying. It does kind of make sense for you to have first go. No surprise round? There is a surprise round. They're not yeah, taking this... any action. What? I mean, we're at the top of initiative. Yeah, so based on initiative, wouldn't it be Briar drops Onyx, just based off the way the initiative going, as soon as Azrael sees Briar drop Onyx, she, like, leaps and runs off the cliff and tries to land on this guy, and right as she lands on the guy, Onyx does his spell. Like, that, that kind of would make some sense. So that kind of kind of happen simultaneously is what I'm trying to describe. Because my only thing I can do is dropping him. I mean, I would say dropping him's free, so you can still, like, move. So you're 60 feet up. Okay, I think I have 40 feet of movement now. So, can I take it? You could fall 60 feet and take 66 damage. Mm, no, I'm alright. Um... <laughs> I'll just go down the 40 feet, and then, I guess, dash down. <laughs> Can I still attack if I dash? Nah. Are you landing kind of on the ground right there? Um, I mean, could you just, oh like, God, move down 40 feet and, and throw um, one of your javelins <laughs> as Onyx is falling? Yeah, sure, I'll do that. Okay, and I would like to be between them. So yes, um, but I'll, I'll do what she said. You're 20 feet in the air. Okay. Sounds good. I have a double attack now. Haha. -ha. So I'll throw two javelins. I don't think that works with range. No, I think it's only. Uh, Damn. 
Yeah, I, I, right. I played Barbarian before that sucked, but. Okay, that's Hold fine. On, so I'll just do the one. Oh, so this is a text production too. <sighs> Attack twice instead of once whenever you take the attack action. So if it's a yeah, but she has just to get the oh, two jabs. That's true. Yeah. That's a problem, right? Because you can't. Another one is what will get you. Yeah. Okay. So if I'll she already had one, that would be different. But okay. So throwing one at uh, whoever she's not going to attack because I feel like she's gonna hit one of the ones next to me. This guy, I suppose. That does hit. Oh, sure. yeah. And then let's do damage. Oop. Not bad at all. Oh, it's adding rage damage. I haven't raged yet, so let me turn that off. Okay. So it's 11 there. That's all I'm doing. Alright. Azrael, it is your turn. Uh, as soon as I saw Briar drop, start to drop, I wanted to just, like, run. It's not letting me move, but um, I wanted to run and land right on top of um, the guy Briar didn't hit. But I can't actually get down off the cliff. You're going the wrong way. Yeah. So, um, it'd be like right, because I want I want to like literally land on top of him. Okay, give me an acrobatic check. Kind of like, as this is happening, you just like land next to him. Um, this one is wearing like full plate with a shield, and he's like getting ready to draw out a, or he has a, a spear kind of slung underneath the shield, ready to draw. All right, um, so that's my movement. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna take out my side and try to see if I can find a, a spot within his armor to like stab him. It uh, does not hit. His, his armor is pretty well covering most of his body. And, uh, as he, he like, kind of like deflects it out of the way, gives a shout, we're under attack! 
Alright, I'm gonna use a bonus action for patient defense and take the dodge action. And that's my turn. Alright, Onyx, your turn was dropping, so Demitari, it is your I am going to use my bonus action to hex this one. Um, and actually... I am going to move in a bit. And I am going to cast Ice Knife on the same guy. On which one? Um, I'm assuming the leader, this one. Okay. That, that hits. Full damage. Alright. And then, um, each creature within five feet will make a dex save. Just like the knife sticks the uh, the scout in the chest, and she just like drops, and then <laughs> explodes shards, and the other two just collapse dead next to her. And we have talked about this before. When I am using hex, oh wait, never mind. Doesn't even matter. Okay, I'm going to get two hit points back from that then, and then that ends my turn. It's your turn. Alright. So, uh, before the action started, I uh, hid invisibly in the darkness. Yeah, all right. and, uh, and then uh, I'm going to use my bonus to cast uh, Hunter's Mark on the, uh, the one with the ornate breastplate. Uh, creature you can see within 
uh, 90 feet. Too far. Because you can only... There's the three dead ones, and then there's the two at the rear of the slaves. So you're... And those two are 80 feet from you. You need to get closer. So I will move. What? Reagan's gone. She's back. She's gone. Um. So, um, am I within range of the? Yes. Uh. So, all right, I've got uh, arrow knocked. I will fire at that one. Uh, which one? Sorry. So use my um, dread ambusher to attack a second time. Okay. All right, that does hit for that first, and the second one hits as well. The target is still standing. Who are you? Who are you attacking? You marked. You, you put your hex on the one with the special armor. And yeah. Then you, and then you pinged a different one to attack. Oh, I don't know. I can't see from the board which one has the special. That's the one with the special armor. The one that doesn't have a token face. Oh. Okay. The only Sorry. unique one on the battlefield. That, that, the, I was aiming at the um, the one with the fan. Got it. Uh, well, okay. Uh, 
square away the one that I've messed up. I may get this one. Uh, first with a longbow with Hunter's Mark and then um, Dread Ambusher. Both of those bolts strike him in the shoulder. And then I will use my um, second attack for the action. To fire a third time. Those three shots are in my... That last one does not hit. He kind of like pulls up his shield and just like deflects the last strike. Alright. So with movement bonus and actions, that's my turn. No, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to run, use my bonus action to dash, and use my feline agility to move 90 feet. And I'm going to hit the one who's holding the rope. Hmm? Yeah, that one. Hey, where where do we uh, mark to automatically roll damage with our rolls? actually going to try to find that because you guys should be just automatically rolling it just makes it so faster. it's so rather than like clicking on like the seven or whatever you would click on um in D, &D beyond like let's say it says on arm strike you click on the little hand signal next to it oh so i would click on like the little bow thing yeah exactly uh so instead of actually like pushing the hit dc thing yeah you want to keep going left and you want to hit the uh, okay got it and that's how you roll both well, I'll know for next time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just did it with Briar. Yep. So yeah, if you guys mark that, then you can just you can just roll. And I think with spellcasters, as long as you just hit the cast button, it'll do that. Yeah. All right. You can only fire at him, and he just plants his shield in the way, and it just sticks into the wood. A twenty-two doesn't hit. Oh, sorry. I see a 13. Okay, there it is. That does hit, yeah. Right. I was gonna say, holy shit. He is still alive. Yeah. Just badly injured. Sorry, I saw a 13. Yeah, that was Javid's. Alright. 
Briar, it is your turn. You are 20 feet in the air between the two uh, mercenaries at the rear of the park. Oh god, we lost her. Emily? She rolled too good on her stealth. Okay, so I'm going to land it in and rage and attack one. Where are you landing? You're not landing between them, right? Right between Seriously? You want to get flanked? She's raging. It's fine. She's about to kill one of them. I'm mad. Injured one. Right. Yeah. The 22 does hit. So, you're all damage. The 13, however, does not hit. Did that damage come through? It says 4 plus 5, 9. And it doesn't add the raging damage, it looks like. Even though I turned on the raging. Mm -hmm. I don't see the damage anymore. I don't even see that. Uh, you know? Attacks with a 13 to hit and then 14 damage, but that one was a miss. So I'll just, I'll say that one counts. Hold on. So that would be plus two because you're raging. So 16 damage. All right. You just like sink into his shoulder, and he kind of like lets out a groan of pain. You can tell that you've like you have hurt him. He's not doing well. Uh, is that the end of your turn? You've got 24, 20 more feet of movement. Uh, I'm supposed to step out. Oh, I need to roll my table too. Use a bonus action and teleport 30 feet if you'd like. 
she bonus action rage. Take a step out so I'm no longer flanked. down from the cliffs on the far side, you see one of the scouts drawing his long up, and he sends two arrows towards Azrael. Alright, they both missed. The other one, noting snow, is targeting the uh, one in control of the slave. Targets snow. Sending two bolts towards you. Alright. Well, pretty sure they all missed. Okay. That soldier's gonna move over. He's going to target Onox as he moves in that. Alright. With two quick swipes towards you, Onox, one of them connects for 11 slashing damage. The other one drops the rope holding the four slaves and darts towards you. Actually, he's going to move. Ah, uh, no, he's going to dart there. Also attack you twice. Two more swipes, another one connects for a total of 10 slashing damage. Shield. Alright, he misses. Uh, Azrael, it's your turn. Alright, um, I'm gonna take out my Psy. And I am going to hit the one in front of Briar. Can I use my inspiration to have advantage on. on it? I just realized that... What? I had to swap some of the tokens out and it removed them from the initiative tracker. I just, I gotta verify where they were. Okay.
Alright, keep going. Answer. Okay. So I'm gonna take out my Psy and I am going to attack the one in front of Briar, the one in leathers. Um and I'm going to use my inspiration for advantage. Well, hold on, there's no one wearing leather in front of you. No, in front of Briar. No one is wearing leather there. There are oh. it's two guys wearing chainmail and one guy in full plate. Sorry, the chainmail one. Oh. Not the full plate. Got it. That does hit. And you just like dig the sigh into his armor and he lets out a grunt and dies. Alright. Um, I'm then gonna move over to be flanking with uh, Briar and then I'm just gonna unarm strike um, the one in plate. Is he dead? No. Alright, well that's my turn. <laughs> I imagine like I hit him in the head and his like plate thing caves in or something like that. Yeah, you left a dent in his armor and he's like reeling. He's barely standing. Alright, Onox, it's your turn. Good old sword. It does not hit. He just, like, Oof, I'm drives it out of the way with his shield. Uh, yeah, that's going to end my turn. Just so you know, Jibi, you're standing in bright light right now. Uh, okay. That's not what I wanted. I wanted not to be standing in bright light. I'm mean, standing in dim light. Where's the light? Um, you should also note that your dim light invisibility only applies to creatures that are using dark vision to see you. These are all humans. About to be dead humans. Copy. Hey guys, I hate to do this, but my daughter's fever is super, super high and I'm on the phone with the nurse advice line. Um, can one of you guys take control of me for a minute? Sure. Yeah, we got you. Okay, thanks. Alright, Demetari, it is your turn now. Alright, I am going to be transferring Hex to this one. And I am going to cast Ray of Sickness.
a saving throw? <clears throat> it was a roll to hit on my end, but um, I, let me double check. I believe if it does hit, it's a saving throw to see what. Okay. All right. He dies. Oh wait, no. Sorry, that doesn't hit. Disregard. He just explodes off of his shield. Okay, um, I'm gonna use my sorcery points to re-roll. Is that Your cool? Sorcery points? Yeah, it's part of my um, feat that I got. Meta Magic oh, Adept. Gotcha. Okay. Go for it. Hang on, I'm trying to find it again. All right. Okay, that one hits. Cool. Uh, do you want me to re-roll damage, or...? Nope, that's enough. He dies. Cool. I'll take three hit points. The leader begins casting a spell. He's pulling his shield out, drawing his spear, and he just like quickly casts a spell, and then this like blurring form appears around him, and you can barely make out exactly where he's. He's gonna shout, Take cover, you idiots! I've got too many archers! And he's gonna move over. Javid, it's your turn. Where's over there? Which the way did he go? Over in that direction. Alright. Um, I can't tell from the board where the bright light is and dim and so forth. Uh, so I want to move closer to the action, uh, yet into dim light and close to some place that obscures me. Uh, there, is that uh, dimish and closer? Can you see, like, little pips indicating where light is? No. I don't... I don't know what those look like. Alright, never mind. Okay. 
Okay, that guy is hidden then, isn't he? Because I don't see him. Yeah, he went behind a rock. He took cover because you were shooting at him. Well, I'm going to keep doing so, but I can't see him right now. Um, Are the captives cover? like on the ground? Or are they standing? They're kneeling. Okay, so we can see over them. Um. All right. I'm gonna. It's not me, is it? Um, you are standing in bright light just here. I, I don't know where. Is there any dim light within uh, there 35 were, there were feet of where I was standing? There were torches that the foes were carrying. So their entire encampment portion, 20 feet and plus 20 feet in either direction, is bright light. But again, your dim light and visibility is not going to help you against them because they are not using dark vision to see you. I'm sorry, is there any cover in the vicinity? Like here? I'd find a rock. Alright. Um, just a rock? that one and where are you attacking? That one. And, and I will fire a second time. does not hit. As you're trying to aim through the melee, the uh, scout on the far side ducks underneath your second bolt <laughs> flies off into the distance. Alright, and I want to stay where I can see the boulder where the um, leader ran uh, while maintaining as much cover from the others. Alright, Snow, it's your turn. Alright. I'm gonna hit the uninjured one. Okay. Okay. That hits. So, quick question. For that, 
how do, how do we get a roll advantage with that? Because it wouldn't let me do my advantage. Why would you have that advantage? Steady aim. I didn't move. Oh. I mean... What do you mean? It, it's fine now. So, like, when I press the little the bow thing, it doesn't give me an option. And if I right-click it, there's no option to roll to with advantage. What the hell? You can also have it set like I do, which yeah. is every time I make a roll, I choose what I want. It slows it slightly, but I never yeah, if you, roll incorrectly. Yeah, if you if you click the little thing, it'll ask, like, whisper rolls, types of ro ro roll, that type of stuff. You just say ask every time. Mm. Got it. Well, that hits, and they exploded anyway, regardless of whether or not you did crit them, so they're very different. Alright. Well then, since it already hit, I'm going to use the bonus action to insightful fighting the guy behind him. succeed on your insightful fighting. Disengage and run away. This one is going to move up to him and he's going to Cure wound. The four prisoners are going to stand up and say, Let's get out of here! And they're going to start running past you guys as they are tied together. It is Briar's turn. Alright. Wait, uh, yeah, it looks like one of the guys disappeared. Oh, that's good. Apparently, I just, 
my shift click, if I don't deselect things and then I click someone else, it, it adds them and then I move them, so. Alright, go ahead, Briar. Casimir. Did you say he went away? No, he moved towards you guys. He came forward. Um, well, Briar, I don't think I can move her, but she's gonna move up to the guy that just got cured wounds, um, and just take her battle axe two times and just attack him. Yeah, okay. right there. Go ahead and roll it. Also, she could have just teleported. Or, yeah, but that takes know. a bonus action, doesn't it? Yeah, it's, we'll say she moved, because, you know, hasn't gone anywhere crazy. Yeah. Who knows, maybe she'll want to teleport here in a second. That misses. That misses as well. They are too well armored. And she's just like grazing off them. This one's like rejuvenated. His, his like wounds are restored. You can see that his bleeding has been staunched. You know what, maybe she'll teleport back. <laughs> As a bonus action, just because she doesn't want to be sitting right there. Okay. So yeah, well, she moved, attacked, missed twice, and then, as a bonus action, teleported back to where she was. Yep, yeah, yeah, literally right backwards. Yep, yep. Because that way, she at least isn't like sitting there, gonna get pounded on. All right. All right. The scout is going to actually before they move. They are going to as real. Okay. I, I don't know what's going on with my rolls, but they're literally all ones, so. I actually haven't. It's about time it happened to I'm you. Not, I'm like, there's like something wrong, actually. I haven't rolled a non one in like. with these scouts. in like any of their roles. So what you're anyway. saying is, is you didn't believe us until it started happening on your end. Alright, they're gonna move back. Alright, um... I think Azriel will move up here. Um, and then attack with this side. He's still alive, right? Correct. I don't think you'd be able to sneak attack. Oh, you're right. Okay, so take the two. Six. Should be five. Six. Damage. Yes, take the six off. Okay, so just be five damage. All right, and, and then. And he doesn't look that bad, right? He's hurt. I mean, you guys have been hitting him a bunch. Oh, fuck it. I want him to die. Um, I'm gonna do. Fury of Blows. That does... But he is still standing. Would be twice, so that would be... Still standing for 14 damage? Uh, he looks very... Well, I can't do anything. So, that's my turn.
Onyx, it's your turn. Run up with Azrael and swipe with my longsword. I want to like run my longsword in the soft spot in his armor, like pull his head over there, and then just like take a bite out of his neck as he drops to the ground. Just like collapses in this like bloody mangled heap in front of you. His head barely yeah. attached. And then like blood dripping off my face, I want to look at the other guy and just Dah! and do daunting roar on him. It is. Nice. What, uh, so, check is that? Wiz save? Wiz save of 13. Oh, I'm sorry, that's all I got. That ends my turn. Dimitari, it's your turn. I am gonna hold my action until um, the people that are tied up come within range, and I am gonna pull out my small knife and cut them free. Um, and as I'm doing so, I'm going to say, hide, but find us when this is over. We want to help the others. And then that's it. Alright. Stepping out from behind cover and bolting over towards you is the leader. He is just going to try to catch you in the chest with his shield. I need you to make a strength saving. Alright. He just like catches you in the gut with it. Uh, and you take seven bludgeoning damage. But you stay standing. And... Just as quickly as he had jabbed you with that, he just, his spear tip comes flying out from behind the shield toward The first one misses. The second one connects. Shield. So, 
Can we have it to where, like, every time I cast shield, it's like a small, like, tendril of lightning that comes from the storm and, like, Faraday cages my ass when they try to attack me? Just, like, like it, the tip of the spear was, like, flying towards your chest, and it's just, like, like arc of electricity just deflects it away. Nice. Javid, it's your turn. The leader right. has left cover. Right, well, um, I'm going to start by shouting, throw down your arms and you may yet live to walk away from this. And but I'm not going to give him a chance to. I'm going to shoot him. Uh, that is at disadvantage, as he is under magically obscure... All creatures at disadvantage on attack rolls again. I will try a second time as I see that his illusory outline is thrown off my aim. He's like, you can see he's like kind of like twisting and turning and like only materializing for like a brief second. And you shoot over Onyx's shoulder and it passes directly through one of his illusory form. Nuts. Another blow, just like Onyx, you see over your shoulder, right through him in front of you, as it's just this like, kind of like whirlwind of spear tips and shield in front of you. my turn. Snow, it's your turn. Alright. I'm going to shoot at him. Straight roll. If I have the advantage. Uh, sure. That does not hit. Well, just like sticks into the shield and he kind of twirls it away and just cracks the arrow off with his spear. Is that no. the yeah. The medic is going to reach over, plant his hand on the leader and then rejuvenate him. His wounds... Healed. Captives run past you, Demeter. And you cut their bindings. They look at you with these kind of like wary but understanding gazes as they are running away. 
they disappear. They're very. It's all tabaxi art. Awesome. It is Briar's turn. So Briar is going to move 20 feet and then teleport an another 30 feet to be flanking the medic with um, Onyx. And then she's going to kill this medic. So just um, two attacks to just take this sucker out. That does not hit. That does hit. And it's two-handed. So yeah, 12 damage. He is still standing. Wait, wouldn't it be 25 damage? No. The math is done incorrectly in that. Oh. It counts the one and two-handed damage together. Oh, okay, so you're right. So just be 12, yeah. Yeah. That second one does hit. Alright, and that's, that's her turn. An 18 doesn't hit that guy? Jesus! The scout is going to come out from and shoot at uh, Briar. Thank goodness her armor class is kind of low. Her armor class is 16, at least. One of them critically strikes her for 12 damage. The second one connects for another 8. So that would be 6 and 4, so a total of 10 damage. Don't worry, she's got 50 more hit points. <laughs> she's fine. <laughs> she literally doesn't even know. And the scout runs behind cover. Asriel, it is your turn. Alright, I'm gonna step up to this medic. And, uh, take my sight out and just go after him. Uh, you do have advantage on the attack, but that hits. Wait, why do I have advantage? You're technically flanking the throw. Oh, I am? Oh, awesome. Yeah, I okay. think we said it was 120 degrees, but I get to okay. use that against you guys. I'll roll again to see if it's a crit. It's okay, he's dead. <laughs> Alright, um, then I'm going to... Onyx, how are you looking? Are you, you kind of, like, bloodied? Oh yeah, I'm pretty bloody. Alright, I'm going to use my Fury of Blows... Um, with one hand, I'm going to attack the leader, uh, and then with the second one, I'm going to do my hand of healing onto Onyx. Yeah, I'm like halvesies. Uh, it is disadvantage, so go ahead and roll again against the leader. Alright, he does not hit. So even though I miss with one hand, with my other hand, I reach out to Onyx and it just infuse him with six points of healing. Not that much. I didn't roll well. <laughs> Alright. Onyx, as your hit points are restored... Is your... Oh, can I move to flank so Onyx can have... Um... Let me move. Just so... Or I can't move him now, but... She moves so Onyx will get flanking at the end of her turn. 
I'm gonna reach out and like you said, he's wearing like full plate armor, right? Uh, the leader only has a breast. He's a breastplate. Oh. Machine. I'm gonna hook my fingers under his breastplate and like open my mouth, and you see like purple glowing energy, and I'm just gonna shoot magic missile into his face from like point blank range. At second level. That's 4d4 plus 4. 16 points of damage. Alright, he maintains concentration on his spell. Then, I will action surge. Three more magic missile darts. Okay. Seven, seven points of damage. His concentration drop. And the other alternate forms disappear. It's now just him kind of like <coughs> spits up a little blood. Damn you. Dimitari, it's your turn. Alright, so I moved. I am transferring Hex to him, and then I am going to cast Firebolt. That does not hit. That's all I got. Explodes off of his shield as he's kind of like readying up another series of attacks. I'm done. going to begin casting another spell on himself. Anyone take counterspell? Smack his hands. Do something to keep him I can't take counterspell yet. No one counterspells him? And I was he's... referring to Demetari. I think she's the only one who can. I don't think I can. You could have. So isn't it a level three? It's a level three it's, spell. You could have. Yeah, it's a level three oh, wizard spell. Oh, okay. Well, I don't. If have you it. didn't take it, that's fine. I was just curious if you did. <laughs> he like f finishes casting the spell on himself. Uh, you know, just like twirling his hands, and you see he's just like almost like jittery with speed, and he gives you a wink and see you later, and he just starts fucking running. He is fast. So is he running as in we can take um, opportunity attacks? You can certainly try. Yeah, why not? So Azriel said she was behind her. So yeah, I would have been behind her. I just couldn't move my token because it already switched to her oh. his turn. But I would have been flanking with... Yeah, right there. Yeah. So she would have had to like move through me or he. I, I don't it's remember. A, 
It, so he would have had to move through me, but he's very fast. we both. Yeah, but we both have advantage, right, on the opportunity attack. Not really. No. Okay. So. Stupid I would say that, I would say that Onyx could have it, but not Barat, or not Ezreal. Didn't Onyx have a hand me? on his breastplate? I didn't grapple. I didn't. I didn't like technically grapple him. All right, that does hit. For... Are you hitting? Him? Well, I had a hand on his breastplate, so it'd technically be one-handed. Uh -huh. But I mean, you can rule it however you want to. But All right. but he's still standing. And Azrael. Go ahead and roll. Alright. Seven, seven. And he runs 90 feet. Wow. And just like behind a tree down the, the road. And as he's running, he like shouts to the other scout, Good luck! And he's just just huffing it. Alright, Javid, it's your turn. You you see the like the leader as he's just getting like surrounded and pummeled and like his spell fades, he just bolts. And very fast. Alright, I'll move up and fire at the uh, retreating figure. Uh, he is gone. Like, way gone. But I know that you have shot 90 shooter. feet. Yeah. He's not a straight line. He's like behind some trees. Wait, I, I got sharpshooter. I don't uh, ignore cover. Poo. Not total cover. Like, he's... he's he is, I, I has fled into the distance. You can, can try him? chasing him. Anyone who's fast enough. I mean, I can move 90 feet around, so I can keep up with him. Well, eventually it turns into the con saves to see who lasts longer. Yeah, and he's got a breastplate, so he's going to be worn out. Well, My money's on our monk. Uh I'd say it's worth it. Yeah, I got no eyes on him. He, All right, well, it's not it's not a straight line across a field like you guys are in the mountains. Right, yeah, I, I get that that there are trees and and stuff like that, but nothing. He's he's gone. He's hidden. Yes. I. Right. Fuck him! I'm chasing. He's total well, cover. There is one more person here on the battlefield with you. Yeah, that's a squishy little scout. The rest of the people can mop them up. Right. I'm going to track. Okay. So I, I dash after. Okay. I think you only moved 30 feet, your token. So you can move again. Well, so I've, I've got 35 feet of speed. So I'll, I'll move 70 feet toward him. No, it's your turn. 
I'm going to move, dash, and feline agility 90 feet, and I'm going to take a shot at him. Feline agility doubled your move, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so you would have been able to move 120 feet. Oh, well, then I'll do that. And if I can get to him, I'm going to take him down. Or I'm I mean, gonna... You're close to him. You're within about 15 feet of him, basically, because of how fucking fast you move. So All right, well, still going to do the arrow then, since I can't get to him. That does, is it your 19? 19, yeah. It does hit, but he is still going. You like catch him in like the like upper shoulder and he kind of like grunts and like pulls it out as he's just hoofing it. Uh, he is magically imbued with speed. The fun part is, is that you don't get to move next turn, but he does. I get a move, I just don't get to use feline agility. Oh, sure, you can move. But you can't do that again. Hold on, what is it? It'd be 60 feet. So he can keep hoofing it, but you can't, basically. That's alright, technically it can be 380 feet away from me. So Briar can teleport and move, so she can teleport 30 feet and move 30 feet. She missed so 40 that would, feet. huh? Her speed is 40. Oh, Briar! Oh, awesome! Sorry, I didn't realize that. She um, can move 110 feet this round. Well, I was thinking like, yeah. So she, well, how far? I'm trying to see if she could attack as well, right? So she, she bonus action. Um, 30 feet teleport, and then moves 40 feet. She's moved she 70 feet. Up. She could not catch up to the, the leader. Um, she could get. She could, she could get to him, but that would require her to use her movement to dash. Or her could she get within 30 feet to throw javelin? Yeah, I guess. Okay, that that was more my question. Because this guy needs to die. Oh, okay, so that that's it. Because that's all her, all her stuff. She just, like, flies out there, teleporting forward, and hurls the javelin, and it <laughs> sticks in the ground just behind her. Alright, noting that the rest of you are not paying attention, the scout is going to slink away. I feel like I w could have seen him do this, right? You're not... Yeah. He's the one I'm tracking, but he can still use his action to hide. Yeah, what... I mean, my passive... What is it? Uh, is 17 for a perception, right. so... The scout disappeared. Technically, I'm here, so I would be able to have seen the scout. Well, he's behind cover. I guess my question is, do we see him hide? I don't 
So Javid has said that he is track he is chasing the leader, and he said, I don't give a shit about the scout. Briar's going after him, Snow's going after him. Uh, still see the scout. Yeah, that's that's my question. Is okay. yeah, like do we see that he kind of disappears? You're not paying attention to him. He hides. That's his he just kind of shuffles into the darkness of something over there. Because you, Javid, literally said, I'm not paying attention to the scout. Someone else will take care of him. So. Well, yeah. I guess my question is my passive perception is 17. You rolled much higher than... Okay, than that, that's all I wanted to know. I'm actually checking it right now. The highest passive perception is Azrael, and he beat you by a not inconsiderable margin. That's fine. Azrael, it's your turn. Okay, I have one key point left, so I'm going to use my last key point to do Step of the Wind, which gives me the ability to dash as a bonus action, so that's 45 feet. Then I can move 45 feet, so would I be up like in his face at this point? Uh... You just moved 90 feet? 90 feet, yeah, and I still have an you're action. Right behind him, you caught up to him. Alright, awesome. I'm going to take my side and just try to stick it in his, his neck. Is this the guy that just ran away, or the first guy that ran away that you're The first guy. The leader. I actually, yeah, I should turn off my sneak attack damage. That's okay. How do you want to do this? Oh, awesome. So I I just like bolt, like I just run straight up to him and then I just like take my knife or my sigh and I kind of like stick it like right in there. And as I'm saying, or as I'm sticking it kind of like in his neck, just kind of peacefully in Elvin, I say, pass softly, or how do I say this correctly? Pass softly into oblivion as I just kind of like stick it into him and just kind of like take in his energy. It, it looks pretty, pretty dark. I, I don't know if I'm describing it right. He lets out a gasp as he, like, his face kind of sinks into the mud, and he just, like, his, like, one eye is showing as it's just this, like, look of terror on his face, and he expires. The, uh, storm has arrived, the thunder strikes, and it's just this great boom of energy washing over. I'm gonna look for that scout. Yeah, that's who I'm going after. As soon as, as, soon as that guy dies, I'm like bolting to go look for him. Alright, go ahead and give me... So we are out of initiative. And... Can I get... I'm, yeah. I'm gonna call out to the scout. Alright, show yourself. We won't kill you. If just give yourself up. Come out with the hands up and... You can, uh, you can live. I made the offer earlier. It stands. The lightning crashes. Can I get you guys to make perception checks at disadvantage? It is beginning to turn into a torrential downpour. <laughs> Damn. Where were those rolls earlier? All of you, including Snow, are unable to find any trace of the scout. He rolled a nat 20 modified to a fucking, uh, 
and a fucking 26. So. I add him to my kill list. He is gone. Wanda rolled, I guess. It's doing unknown creature now, but the first one was a 12. Uh, I, I see an owl. Anything that's not your character is going to show up as an unknown creature because I got tired of it showing the names of things to you guys in the uh, initiative tracker. Okay, good to know. think, actually. This would be a good spot to take a break. Like reconvene next week, or are we still going tonight? Yeah, I think this is where we'll stop for next week. It's kind of late. No, that was cool. Hope you guys had fun. I really like the map and like how it has kind of the rain coming down with the storm like that looks so cool. The ambient noises on the maps are dope as hell too. I actually have them muted. Yeah. I've just been listening to Sleepy Time, Mountain Rain, the Thunderstorm soundtrack. Oh. It, it, it's very, um, it has like crows. Yeah, it's and... supposed to be a uh, Barovia map. So the, the ambiance wasn't totally appropriate, but it's close. And the rain uh, is an effect that the foundry does, so I added that. That is so cool. Alright, hope you guys had fun. And uh, we'll pick up with you guys looting some slavers next week. What about, um... Breastplate! So, inspiration. I want to vote for Onyx for his 